welcome to Good Morning Maynooth, the first episode of the second series of Good Morning Maynooth. Uh, you're here with your host, Anna Travers. I'm the Vice President of Student Life of Maynooth of Students Union. We also have Kieran Cawthon, the ME Chaplain, uh, Liam Cosgrove, MSU President, Niall Daly, MSU VP Education, and Luke Buckley, MSU VP Welfare and Equality. So I might just get used to introduce yourselves and say who you are and what you do. So, Kieran, would you like to start there? Yeah, cheers, Anna. It's great to be back. Um, second season, uh, new faces, but so I'm delighted to be with all you guys now. Um, and uh, obviously, everybody listening to this obviously is recording, but we're all trying to inject a bit of life on a Monday morning, you know. So, uh, everybody listening in, you'll, you'll realize how difficult that can be. But uh, no, delighted to be working with the guys. Um, uh, yourself, Anna, as host, I know you're going to do a great job this year. So, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know me, I'm the, the chaplain here in the university. Karen Coughlin is my name. And um, yeah, you can't see the, the shiny, baldy head because we're, we're doing this in audio. But uh, you'll see me around campus anyway. You'll spot me a million miles away. Once you get used to uh, all the orientation stuff and all the, the intros, you, you, I'm sure you'll see my, my face around the place. But um, yeah, I'll be talking a little bit later about myself uh, a bit more. But that's who I am. So uh, over to Liam. Yeah, just getting used to unmuting um, every time it always delays me. But hi, everyone. My name is Liam and I am the president of New Students Union for this year. Um, and I suppose my job is to represent the, the close to, if not over, 14,000 students um, of Minute University and St. Patrick's College, Minute. Um, and I also run and oversee the operations of Minute Students Union. So our student centre, our shop, our bar um, and our front desk services to make sure that it is the best for you, the students of Minute. I think Niall's next, is it? Great, thank you. Uh, my name is Niall Daly. I'm the Vice President for Education and Deputy President of Minute Students Union in this academic year. So my job, much like Liam, is also to represent the 14,000 students of Minute, um, but primarily in interest uh, in, in matters of academic interest. So uh, anything that relates to your degree. Um, in short, I suppose I'm here to make sure that you have the best time doing what you're here to do, which is getting your degree. And I'm also responsible for overseeing the academic rep system as well, which I think we're going to get into later. Luke? I am Luke, the VP for Welfare and Quality. And just like everyone else, I represent over 14,000 students in all things welfare and equality based. So I make sure that you have the best time here, uh, both mentally, physically, and uh, we can help with Kieran a bit spiritually now as well. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to the year. How are the end? Oh, that's everybody. Um, that's who we are, what we do. How are you all feeling this year about, about coming back? You know, it's a new experience. We haven't been on campus in what, what has it been, a year and a half? How are we feeling about coming back? Scary, isn't it? <laughs> you guys is a bit different. Maybe, do you want to start? Because it's... You guys coming back as Senate officers, you know? We, we left the students and now yeah. we're coming back as, you know, SU officers. So it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's it's exciting, but it's also terrifying at the same time. It's very anxious. It's like, you know, Niall said it best when we walked into the offices after basically two years. Um, it's like a time capsule. It's like you're going back in time, but now you're running the ship, which is really, really weird um, and a lot of pressure. But also, you know, we haven't really had to interact with people in person for like nearly two years. So it's really weird kind of dynamic trying to, you know, get all that kind of social stuff, like relearning how to socialize, I think. 
how to yeah, get, how to how to talk to somebody like how to just stand in front of somebody and oh hey you know I know Honestly, I've been like, years. <laughs> you know whenever like you're walking around now and you have your masks on and everything it's like how do you say hello with your eyes or like how like if you're how close to someone can you be like to wave at them because yeah. you don't want to be weird <laughs> you know smizing the mask yeah, thing the mask thing's a killer yeah yeah Say, but even now, we just like I think it's just the travel department back. The campus just feels so alive. It's so weird because I was in Manu- I was in Manute like for the most of the pandemic, and it's usually just been so empty. But just having that small group of students on the campus, it's nice. But yeah, so weird. Because I think Manute campus is so unique in that sense too that it's literally and you'd see it like I was even thinking the other day like back when it was you know before pre-COVID and everything come five o'clock any day but especially on a Friday it's isolation time like there's nothing because it's it's a in a university town because it's not in the middle of the hustle and bustle of a city it's like there's no activity around it really um and so even just having those few people on definitely woke it up Do you know I was I went for a walk around the campus during the weekend and it's just eerie I don't know I just don't like it it needs people do you know what I mean it's the people that make the place that's that's actually well put Liam because that is that that's the thing isn't it it's just a lot of buildings and a big open space and they're not like what is it just looks like an industrial estate or something in the evenings it's just it's just a lot of uh, infrastructure like so yeah you need it's nothing without students like and I'd say everybody would say that in the town as well even though they're probably like bit of peace and quiet in the summer it's just great when the buzz comes back imagine all the shops and everything um but even seeing you guys doing the videos and all that like um, you know I, I've obviously I haven't seen you guys during the summer too much but um coming back in the last week or so and just seeing you around the place is brilliant and you just get the excitement going oh there's gonna be tons of students like it's all the I suppose people listening to this are gonna be all back in and just enjoying the place it's it's also weird though when you're walking around campus and you're seeing people that you've only ever seen on zoom calls and usually, <laughs> usually it's the height thing it's like oh my god I thought you were taller or you know you look really small over zoom and it's like that'd be such a weird thing to start a conversation off with oh my god you're actually really tall (laughs) (laughs) yeah i never thought of that because i seen you today video nana it was like ah they are in the flesh (laughs) yeah yeah literally yeah but um no it's so true i definitely feel like it's it's the people that make the place. And I think that's why Minute is so special. And, and like people who come here have such an affection for it, but it also changes like with every year and with the different groups. So whether it's the, the different SU officers that are um, in the SU at the time, or whether it's the different students who are on campus and running club societies and creating that student life. Um, that's really what defines the, I suppose your memory of, of I suppose Minute. And I think we're lucky. And I, I think we're so fortunate that we're coming back and really we have an opportunity to, in a way, define what Minute is going to be as we come back. And obviously, we want it to be the best possible for students. Um, but it's going to be, I don't know, I'm intrigued to find out what is Minute going to be like this year um, and what are students' memories going to be of it? Because I can remember mine in first year, um, but they're, they're vastly different from anyone, even the year before me or the year after me. I, I remember I remember being in, um, oh God, what are the name of the two big lecture halls under the arches over on the South Campus? I've completely forgotten Cal- them. Helen Hall and Physics Hall. Yeah, I remember being in there just the first, it was my very first lecture I was in there and it was just scary because I'd never been with so many people in the same room because you kind of, you think going from the last time I would have been in education would have been just a classroom and then you're like, oh my God, like, you know, just the, the fear and then just trying to meet, just trying to talk to somebody or get in with a group like, and you, you'll always remember like the first people coming in now this year will be the same. It's probably a little bit harder because everybody has the masks on. That's a big thing like about you turn around, you just get the conversation going or whatever. It's going to be a little bit harder for people to kind of get break the 
you know, the initial walls down. But I remember just getting in with a force group. I got in with, and like, I have to say, they were like a first year group because I, I, I kind of split up with them and then met other people as we went through college. But they were great for the first few months and we all helped each other out. But yeah, I suppose that would be the big challenge for everyone now. Like, we're talking about talking to people again, like getting that little initial group or whoever you can pal around with just at the start. I yeah. always find though, like it's it's actually, and it's a good thing, I suppose, that there's not going to be any like distancing in lectures because what I used to do in first year was like, you know, you take your 20 seconds of courage <laughs> and you go like, oh, oh, hi, my name's Anna, you know, and that's it. You might have met a friend for life then. Yeah. But it's just, it's so I suppose at least you're not, you know, two meters away from somebody because it's very hard to shout over and be like, hey, do you have a pen? <laughs> <laughs> and you can't lip read. So you like, it's hard to kind of, my hearing is the worst and I never know what people are saying. And um, so I just kind of nod, smile and nod awkwardly, pretending <laughs> I know what they're saying when they're asking me to move the F out of the way. Um, and they're like, yes, yeah. Um, no, but I think that's, I sp- maybe that's one of the, the joys maybe of coming back um, is that I always found that in first year I really had to push because I, I was the first in my family to come to university I didn't really know anyone um, that came to me with me Um, I was lucky that I was on campus so I had like my housemates and stuff like that so that's a really really I was really really fortunate to have that because I had that base to fall back on Um, but it's like Anna said we I know both myself and I like lived on campus and it's that kind of thing where you have to just push yourself out there take that kind of little bit of courage and it does pay off like you know nine times out of ten um, you will meet someone friendly or nice or whatever and then you have a friendly face around campus you can even just nod to you might not be besties but like at least they know that there's someone that you can yeah. come to. but even I think the one thing that gave me that courage was knowing that we're all in the same boat literally nobody knows anyone coming to college and if you do and you're just hanging around the same people that you knew in school I hate to break it to you that's not the recipe for a good college experience you really have to branch out and meet new people Um, and I know it can be scary to do that but it it really does pay off and I think that's one of the joys of coming back to campus there's nearly three years worth of people who didn't have the opportunity to make friends and now they're gagging for it literally nobody knows anyone and I think that's one of the the opportunities here is that we're all new even us as four you know full-time officers a lot of the people we went to college with are gone now so like I need friends too I'm not gonna <laughs> to sign up. <laughs> no but you're, you're right like- you're right though Liam but, but on the same boat because that's the same with staff as well so I can say even from a staff perspective um everybody feels a little bit Oh God, you know, come back into all this. So, and and what you said, like you you were lucky enough to realize that you're one, of, like you're like everybody else is the same as me. They're a little bit lost. Not everybody thinks like that. So everybody's looking around, going, "Oh God, they all know what they're doing." But the truth is, to anybody listening to this, if you're sitting down in a room full of other students, wherever it is, whether it be orientation or your first lecture or whatever, you can be sure like ninety five percent of the people in the room are exactly like you, going, "I don't know where I'm going next. Uh, I haven't spoke to anyone yet." You know, so just pluck up the courage. You know. Um, you know, where are we going to get coffee or you know, anything like whatever? Like, where, you know, what are you doing next? Do you want to go grab a, see where we can get a good cup of tea or whatever? I don't know. Um, that sounds yeah, way I know there's so many I know, like me and Anna, I think we're talking about doing like a few tips or something like that over orientation, but it can be as simple as, um, you know, oh, do you have a pen? And I know it's difficult with COVID and stuff like that, but like, yeah, things like, oh, is anyone sitting here? You've opened the conversation and then it's not as daunting. It's not like you have to be like, hello, my name is Liam. This is my blah, blah, blah. This is my entire introduction. Yeah. It's kind of like you get an ease into it. Um, so that's definitely what I would suggest. Sorry, Luke. Yeah. The way I did it uh, was go on a night out and then beg Anna to let me sleep in her room when they were all off at the orientation because I was so hungover. <laughs> that's, that's how it came out. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that. what I used to, you know, offer up a couch to somebody who, yeah. or whatever, you know, you know. But like, I, I suppose even if you're if you're living in Manute, there's always like you know the little communities of different places wherever you're living. There's yeah, you're never more than two doors down from your student house, or like if you're living on campus, you already have that community. If you're commuting, there's you can be sure. What is it? There's something like however percent of the Manute university population is commuters. So like you know. There, there's always going to be someone in the same boat as yeah, and it's just kind of realizing from the get go that you know even if you feel lonely and you feel like everybody else knows what they're doing, they just don't. Like everybody's in the same, and like, yeah. it's it's a real it's a real normal thing in community to, to be like you know I don't know what I'm doing, help me please, and everybody's more than happy to like it's it's a really nice community like that. Yeah, this it's confident though. I think that's a confident thing, shared experience. Like that's when you when you when you feel. When you feel isolated in something, that's what you know, or you feel like I'm the only one going through this, you can feel isolated. But when it's a shared thing, I just think, I don't know, there's a certain comfort in that to go, okay, Grant, maybe I'm, the expectations aren't as big then. Let me just, because you, you like, we wanted to talk about like what to expect in Minute. I think that the idea of coming in and all these grand expectations, I mean, it's, it's great to, like, because you'll get that, you'll get that speech at the start of the year, you know, from the president or, or the, the registrar about, Obviously, your time in university, and you'll be there with the with the, the cap and gown and all that, and that, that's great and all to go that far. But like, yeah, that's fine. But don't be locked into that because then you'll you'll miss out on the here and now. And all you need to do is just get through it like one day at a time. Um, I think that's sometimes people's mistake. They go in and they think, oh, I need to be here, I need to be there, thinking about the lot like uh, all these things I have to do down the track. It's like just small things. Go easy on yourself. Baby steps at the start. Like maybe that's the, the biggest thing is just starting to talk to people around you just so you can ease into the place. Because like, it's like anywhere, it's like going into a new job or anything. Like if you just throw yourself into like, I think people like you, Liam, you mentioned like people are everything. Like they're like, part, we kind of forget we're human beings. We exist in community, we exist with other people. So you need to get in with the, the kind of whoever you want to get in with, uh, feel a part of the place, the community, and then you can get stuck into your studies, you know? Um, that'll come a bit more naturally to you. Um, walking around on your own, feeling kind of isolated and lonely, which is a big thing with a lot of students at the start, that can really impact everything else. So why not make the effort to let me try and fit into the community whatever way I can, you know? So um, that would be my kind of a voice. Yeah. You're doing someone else a favor too, because while you might think, oh my God, I don't know anyone, I don't know anything. It's like you said, it's everyone's in the same boat. So what you're doing there is if you're reaching out and kind of offering that olive branch in a way, they're going to be so thankful because they're going to be like, oh my God, I feel exactly the same. And then you can bond over yeah. that sense too. Yeah. Like it's really that thing of fake it till you make it. So there's like two elements to that. One is which definitely do it in terms of confidence and like reaching out to people and thinking, oh, well, I'm not that person. I wasn't either in school. I didn't have that many friends. I was very shy. Like people probably wouldn't recognize me now compared to what I was, but it's really, you have to fake it till you make it. And there's a great quote um, from, I think it was Carrie, um, I can't think of who it was. Um, but basically it says that like, you know, do it and the confidence will follow. Um, yeah. so you just have to pretend that you ha- you're that confident person. And like, do you know what I mean? I, w- I would pretend that I was and people would be like, oh my God, you're so confident. And I was shit scared on the inside. I did not know what I was doing or where I was going. So there is an element of that when you're trying to make friends, but there is also the other element of don't pretend that you know everything about college or you know what's happening. And I kind of did that too. Yeah. But then I'm kind of stuck here. I'm literally the president of the student union, and there's still elements that I'm still learning about and um, that I didn't know that could have really helped me along the way. So, so don't be afraid to ask for help in that sense, too. Um, but definitely, you know, reach out, make those friends, make those connections. And, you know, you'll both kind of benefit from that. Yeah, I think that's one thing as well, though. It's like, Luke, you might want to come in on this, but why we're wearing our green ribbons this month, it's like to show people around campus that, you know, 
it's absolutely okay to like just open up and chat about your mental health and it's just it's just a normal thing to do now yeah like uh like i was saying like this month is green ribbon month which is all about like destigmatizing mental health and asking for help and stuff like that so like i know it's like personally how like great it is to be in the new with all the amazing services and all you have to do is just ask one question like where do i go like you have to ask one of one of the officers one of the members of staff in the SU, here on basically any university staff as well we all know just where do i go and you'll be put in like in touch with such an amazing group of people that will help you if you need the help and if you don't need the help if you don't think if you don't uh, like if, if it turns out just a little issue you need to be sorted and all that, I just ask because we have like such an amazing community here that want to help you. Like all the staff want to help you. They're, they're not doing this for a paycheck. They're doing this to help. Like there's better jobs out there for these people, but they're here because they love students and they love talking to people. And they love like conversing and making friends and stuff like that. And like, it's just, we're so blessed to have such an amazing like backbone in university with like the likes of student services, the likes of Kieran, the, the likes of even like even us, the SU, like um, we're more than happy to have, have that chat with you. But you know, we're, I know we're, we're really lucky with that. Well, speak for yourself. I'm here for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Fairness, like, I do get paid as well. It's a paid role. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could be doing more highly paid roles. Well, so yeah, go back in time, maybe. I think but you know, not- do you know what, sorry, Anna, I just want to say, because Luke said something there that I think is really important, because I, I know, like, I was a, I was a, a Minute University student uh, years ago. I did arts. Um, and I remember, I came back as a mature student years afterwards, but I remember, like, going through, like, I was your typical just floated through uh, university. I'll be honest with you, I spent more time in the SU bar than I did in the library, and that's the truth. Like, Didn't we not, all? <laughs> not even joking there. Like, so when the students come to me thinking, oh, I'm going to judge them, it's like, I swear to God, there's no judgment here. Like, But I remember being, oh, like, I remember being March of my third year. I, just doing, I was just doing a standard arts degree, but I was I was basically fit to walk out. Like, um, I was just done, because I'd fallen so far behind and stuff. Um, in some some things I was okay, and other things I just didn't go. I remember I did Spanish. I didn't go to a single lecture probably for about half a year, um, and I just walked myself into a corner. And I think with a lot of students, they do that. It's it's the kind of I don't want to be like whether for whatever reason you don't want to talk to somebody, or do you feel I don't want to be a burden on anyone, or I just don't want to talk, or I'll be fine. I brush it under the carpet. I had my own reasons where I didn't talk to anyone, um, and I reached a kind of a point where I was like explosion volcano time. You know, I was like, oh my god, I can't handle it anymore. And it was just a good friend of mine talked me out of it, like, and just said a couple of words that stuck with me. And I ended up saying, oh, well, I'm so close. I might as well stick it. And like, thank God I did, because it wasn't the best degree in the world, but it allowed me to do stuff down the road because none of us know kind of what's ahead. But the main thing I'm kind of saying is like, the, there's so many reasons why we back ourselves into a corner and we convince ourselves you can't do that or it's too late or I'm way too far behind. And I think that's, going to be a challenge for everyone listening to this students coming in even with the guys i'm sure everyone can speak here as well of this kind of experience of it's when you don't talk about it it builds up it builds up and there's no point thinking you're superman or superwoman like it's just it's gonna hit you at the end of the day we're all human beings we all have families we all have personal lives romances all sorts going on uh work finances finances is massive for a lot of people Um, and none of that can stop you finishing a degree but as long as you get the support if you just talk half the time, if you just have a little chat with somebody, that's enough to get you through. You might need more. 
kind of professional help. Um, you might need to go as far as getting in touch with a doctor and maybe it's maybe it's some medical thing you need or help, you know, or assistance in that way. But I, my honest opinion is most of the time, a quick chat is like 90% of the work. Like just go, oh, I got it off my chest. I feel a little bit better. It's not so bad. Now we'll tackle it, whatever, you know. So I don't know if you guys feel the same, but that's... Yeah. I mean, like I always say, like I'm the biggest hypocrite when it comes to that because I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, yeah, you know, um, helping other people, you know, like <laughs> don't feel alone and everything. And then I'd be sitting there swamped with everything, being like, do you know what? I'll be dropped out before the end of the year and that, you know. <laughs> and like, it's just like what you said at the start is take it day by day. Do you know, like you might, I remember being so far behind in work, being like, there's no way and like taking all the burden of it yourself. And then all it takes for you is to even say to somebody, you know, like, oh, I don't think I like, I, I'm really struggling with this. Or like, or, I used to get really embarrassed, you know, if I'd fall that far behind on my work because I'd be like, everybody else is on top of it and I'm not. And like, you know, they're going to be judging me for this, that and the other. But like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, you, like, you need to get out of that, you know, secondary school mindset that, you know, people are like looking down on you or that, you know, you're own, only a student. It's like, no, everybody's equals here and, you know, everybody has stuff going on and, you know, if you just, as simple as like have a conversation with somebody, you'll, you'll be better off than when you didn't. It's so true. It's like the weirdest medicine. Like I definitely found that it's, I think college is a balancing act. It's trying to, if you want to have the best experience and the best college experience, it's balancing, yeah, the crack and the friends and that kind of stuff with like the, the actual serious academic side of things as well. But it's like, don't go, don't stray too much into either really. So like, don't kind of, you know, waste away your your academic experience here because we really have some amazing lecturers, some amazing, you know, academics here who are sharing their brains with you um, and really helping you to enlighten yourself. But then also we have some of the best people who will be their, your friend for life, do you know what I mean? And will really help you out of a tough spot. And that's, that's definitely what I found is that when I strayed too much into one, the other actually really helped me. So like, for example, when I like would be like, oh, I'm way behind on this essay or on something or a test or, or a lecture didn't go well or something happened. And I go into my room and I'd isolate myself and I'd be working away or whatever. And it would just get worse. Um, but then when I would come out and just go into the kitchen and just talk to my housemates, not on purpose, but just naturally, then I would just immediately feel better because it's that whole thing of shared experiences. It's that thing of we're all in the same boat. Um, now, don't get me wrong. You'll go in and there'll be one person who is the best person ever and their life is going great. And then you start to think, oh, my God, I wish I was that person. But usually <laughs> you can joke about like, oh, we're, we're all going to fail. We're terrible, whatever. And even though you're not serious, it's like it's you're sharing the burden and it kind of takes it definitely takes a weight off. And I'd say that's kind of the benefit of, of college is getting that whole experience, because I think a lot of people that I've noticed who end up dropping out are the people who didn't make that investment in making friends or didn't have an opportunity to. And so they just feel isolated, like especially commuters who are coming and going, they feel like they don't get a chance to yeah. get involved or make friends. And then they just kind of drop out because they're like, there's nothing here for me. Whereas I think for maybe even all four of us, the thing that kept us here was our friends and our, our community. And um, that was the only reason, like for me, anyway, you know I mean? it wasn't, oh, that you know 1500 word essay that I have to do tomorrow I can't wait to stay here and do that and um, but it's it's the friends that and the crack that you know you're going to have once you get it done yeah I, I mean you kind of just hit nail on the head there is that like I would always class now maybe not so much whenever I started you know it was all about you know you need to get this degree and everything but now I'm like you know I look at Maynooth and I look at my college experience and a very minor bit of it is the actual degree 
you know it's about getting involved and everything everything else you do well for me that was probably the highlight like you know there's so many ways you can get involved whether you go like clubs and societies like what we have over a hundred I don't even know how many over a hundred clubs and societies like there's bound to be something you're going to be interested in and the thing is once you go to one event or chat to one person you realize oh we all have the shared interest and then it's like even you might I always find it's really nice to make friends that aren't in your course as well you know make friends around like everybody because you're just gonna have so many different things in common with different people and like you should never let like the student life probably experience of your degree like it shouldn't be a minor thing do you know do you know what I'm trying to say they're like yeah you really I think you, you said it well like my one of my favorite like, memories in first year is being in a lecture hall playing Monopoly like <laughs> Play I'm not actually doing it. Yeah, we were in history. Did you win? And uh, no, we got caught. <laughs> <laughs> we got caught, so we had to put it away. But like, yeah, I think that like I think you're doing it wrong when your best memories are something academic. It should be that it should be like with your friends all around you. It could be in an academic setting. Like it could be really good crack in the library when you're really late at night. Like that's all, all okay, but if you're saying like all oh, that essay was the best memory of the, yeah. of my college I know experience, what you're saying. Yeah. you're like it. It doesn't like overshadow the like achievements because you're gonna have some amazing achievements. Oh whether, yeah, like, of course. You know whether like sitting and finishing that essay that you've been stressed about for weeks, or yeah. Yeah, like or you... actually you know finishing your degree and everything. But like it's so nice. I always find like it was so lovely if you just. Like some days you'd be coming in, you'd be like, you know, I don't want to get up and go to campus. I don't want to do this. So I'd go in and I go into the SU instead of going into my lecture. And then next thing, like you'd be in the library that evening because you just felt so much better. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's it, isn't it? You're t- you, nobody's chasing you. You do, you yeah. do what you want. Yeah. You're your own person. So I that's another like challenge, I isn't it? I the library much there, but <laughs> <laughs> probably spent as well in the SU more than anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the here. But that's the freedom and I think the independence of college. And that's why it's so important. Like if lecturers are giving you a hard time for, you know, coming in hungover or missing a class or stuff like that or whatever, I, I think they sometimes forget that that could be the only reason keeping you there. Do you know what I mean? That's socialization. Yeah, you're, you're blown off some steam. Like, yeah. Yeah, literally. And it, it's it's natural. And I feel like we shouldn't, you know, get rid of that because um, it's so, so important. Like, I'll be honest, I'm going to expose myself here, but um, <laughs> I never did any work in the library sorry about it I went to the library oh. all the time but never actually did any work in there I just walked around and talked to people that um, was a fun that's, that's, ever. that's your second campaign as president now down the toilet now Liam that's, that's, <laughs> you're that a good crack <laughs> but I even like I remember like some of my like best friends I, I met walking around the library which sounds really stupid but like I used to love just strolling around, like just just yeah, but around the exam yeah. time when the library would open until 2 a.m., I used to get so excited because instead of going, because nobody was going out because it was exams. It's so I'd go around the library, you'd do no work, but you'd be chatting to everybody. I remember like doing a Zumba class in the study room, which sounds so yeah. weird. My but. God. Don't get me wrong. Like I went in with all the best intentions. I'd go in, I'd set up, I'd log into the computer, I'd put on my things in a row or whatever. And I'd be like, I'll go, get a I'll go get a monster from the thing. So I went for a walk, got my monster. <laughs> did a little shooting. And then it's 2 a.m. and we have to leave. And I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot to do or that. You, you go down for a study break down yeah. to Starbucks and you go down and meet everybody you knew. And you were just like, do you know what? It'll only be 10 minutes. It'll only be 10 minutes. Uh, sure. An hour later, it was like, 
Oh. <laughs> that's why you're, and that's, it's like subconsciously, that's why you're really going to the library because you know, at some point I'll go down and, and have a nice little proper chat. Like, and I, I was saying, I used to go in and set up, and I never did. I do about half an hour, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. God, I can't do anymore. Like, it's, it's just not me. I just can't be in here. Like, you know. But I have to say, I think that's the big thing that everyone missed, especially those of us, like, I don't know if necessarily first years, but especially those of us who've actually experienced kind of college on campus is it's really that kind of that break like we said it's the balancing act it's like now I'm gonna be honest I actually did do work in the library let's be <laughs> just in case my lecturers are listening and so you go in but you'd have like those breaks like it's you know that um Pomodoro technique where you, you do like 30 minutes of work and then you take a five minute break or whatever yeah it was a little bit longer than the five minute break but it's worth five minutes of work 30 minute break <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like you're actually doing something because you go in and you know you have a break where you're actually going to get a release and you're talking to people or you're going yeah, to yeah, yeah. or whatever it is whereas like I think the, di- the most difficult thing for me this final year was literally there was no break it was literally just constant lecture after yeah. lecture on my laptop sitting in the room do, expected to do essays that kind of stuff when there was just no release at all um and that was the most difficult thing and I think that's the thing that I would be most looking forward I, to. I've had students come in to me uh Liam for support like everybody come in like a chat to me whatever about whatever right but I've had students come in right and you've already got students who are completely like far behind so they're gonna, like probably spend too much time socializing or well it could have been just life gets in the way and they're way behind but then there's other students who come in and they're so hard on themselves because they didn't get like 90% in this and like I mean so hard like to the point of like you know it's it's almost like self-harm and it's it, yeah. th- that's where we're saying to be like at the end of the day whatever you're trying to achieve that's great and go for it but it is not the end of the world like you are still an amazing person you're still a human being you're still going to have so many opportunities in life if one exam doesn't work out it is not the end and and one and that's where if you go too far down that road it can get in on top of you and you're studying you know like what's the point of studying for like 10 hours because you're not going to learn half the stuff after a while you're just your brain switched off so you're just there like a like an android like just stuck in a book and it's not going to do you much good you gotta mix it up that fine line like yeah don't be you know ripping off the whole time and not doing anything but like you gotta walk that fine and that's that's probably the biggest lesson you can learn over first year i'd say is is get the get into the mode properly like have your bit of downtime but learn how to get in and do stuff you know your first essay like just figuring out how to get it done you know not not completely killing yourself over it you know yeah like I, I said earlier here about blowing off steam like sorry Adam. like the, i think the whole library situation the point like like for me what i would do is go do my half an hour work and then text into the group chat do you want to go and study this group study room and like yeah you might be messing about but i would like I like my friend Kevin Tommy first year economics and that group study room. And like you, Anna, you were there as well. Like, like my friend Quiva as well. She taught me like first year economics there. And like, if it wasn't for that, I would have failed first year economics. Like, your friends are like your greatest asset here. Imminent. Like, there's like, I think the, the, the way you have to look at it is there's always going to be someone who knows a little bit more about you in certain topics. And then you're going to be that person for other people. Like, you have, yeah. it's all about balancing your friends. With your, with your academics I always I started like a good mindset to be in was like if I was really really struggling with like a piece of work or an exam or something I always like would go okay but think about in two months time one month's time or a year's time are you going to remember sitting here stressing about this thing so just you know get it done get it over with if you do well you do well if you don't do well you don't it's it's not the end of the world because there's like there's other options but then like Another thing there was like if you um oh my god I completely completely forgot what I was gonna say there 
Mm. Oh no! Oh no! I remember. What I was <laughs> just like, like one thing I always find was like, you know, because you have such a craving to like make friends and stuff. If anyone used to ask me to do anything, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, grand, yeah. Even if I, <laughs> even if I was like busy with work and stuff, I would be like, yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll definitely come with you or let's go this and that. And like, I think it would have helped me so much. Like back in, honestly, back in first year, second year, and third year. It would have helped the whole time if I had just been able to say, you know what, actually, not tonight, or, you know, I'll meet you as all in an hour. You know, I had such, like, fear of missing out of things that I would just, like, you know, I'd let my work slide sometimes, even though it was, like, really important. And, like, you you soon realise, like, well, no, I did not soon realise it, but I wish I had, is that you can just say no sometimes and just be like, you know, I'm actually, you know, I'm a bit busy today, or I'll meet you as all in an hour, or, you know, it's, like, you know, we'll go to, I'll go to the library first, and then sure. That's then, the, that, that's the same all through your life. You learn how to say no. To yeah. like it's, it's tough. It's tough. Like, um, yeah. But it's yeah. it's it's the whole point is very valid, which is that you know these are supposed to be the best years of your life. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. You have to get some sense of enjoyment as well. Otherwise, like that stress, that pressure is not healthy. Um, and I know for some courses, and this is the difficulty, like you can't just paint all with the same brush, like some, like whether it's I definitely like law and some kind of business things and stuff like that, where you will need, you know, the high grades for your CV and stuff like that. But for the majority of things, like employers want a person. They don't want a robot. If they want, if they could get a robot, they would have built one by now and they'd be saving a lot. <laughs> they want someone that has personality that, you know, yeah. come into a workplace and be part of a team. And, you know, you can only get that through socializing and through making friends and getting involved in your SU and clubs societies and that kind of really student life side of things and it also brings experience too you know saying that you've been involved in those things you can add that to your cv rather than coming out with just just a piece of paper like just a you know uh some results and stuff like that which again is important and i don't want to throw people off from that because you do have to be somewhat strict on yourselves as well because that's also what employers want to see they know that you you know can can get the job done and that you are you know um a functioning human being but um yeah but so, social skills, Liam, that's what you're saying. Like, the, the more you get involved, the more you do things, you mightn't be like, you know, a, a public speaker at the end of it, but you at least be confident in yourself. And so when you're, because that's the biggest then challenge after that, all, like when, when university's all done, you're like, okay, now I've actually got a job. And the biggest part of that is an interview. And like, th- that'll just, it'll come out a lot better. As you said, you're a human being, as well as having whatever you've achieved academically. It's like, I can actually hold myself and talk and, you know, do the, the things we take for granted. So the way we're saying with people even making friends, you take it for granted that everybody has those skills. They're, they're something you just learn by getting out there. And the more you do, and it's scary doing stuff or if you're getting involved with the clubs and one of the clubs societies and you maybe have to get up and do something or even within your own course, you might have to go up and present or something at some point, but they're all bits. And and the more you're, you're comfortable around people, the more you're conversing and stuff, it's just... That is part of the university journey as well. So by the time you come out, you're just, as you say, Liam, you weren't presidential material walking in, but as the years went on, you got the confidence and, you you know, things changed for you. Probably the same with all you guys, I'd say, when you first came in, you were thinking, I don't think I'll be, I don't know if you all thought you'd be in the Senate when oh you first God, joined. No. But <laughs> yeah, but as the years go on, you just get, and the way you were able now to talk to students coming in a first year or, or second year and say, like, here's a bit of experience. It's just two or three years worth of experience, but that's yeah. enough to do it like just to give you a bit of shape yeah and I think it's really important like that like we've all been through it and now like because I always found watching like I don't know even SU officers for example through the years I just thought they were like staff 
and I didn't really know like I didn't really know what it was about and I never really got that connection to realize oh oh they're just students just like or they were students just like us like a year ago or two years ago and like you know they kind of get it so it's like it's not so bad you know you don't have to put anyone on the pedestal you know like everybody's the same you know everybody struggled everybody's had the good times and then it's like you can get that advice there as well like Niall what would you think um you know like in getting organized the first couple of weeks and stuff like with the like timetables with the you know online classes in person staggered class times like what's that looking like yeah so um obviously the provisional timetables are up now but the, the kind of tailored ones haven't yet been released um i'm not sure if they will have by the time this episode is released um in terms of staggered staggered start time so every room on campus kind of has like a it'll have literally a marker on the same five past or ten past because they're trying to decrease like the congestion in the in the corridors and stuff so that there's not students kind of walking into each other and you know spreading COVID potentially. <laughs> um, so what that means is you know your class will start at either five past or ten past um, but it's it's different because obviously it's something none of us have ever experienced so I can kind of say what I've read but I can't talk about what it's going to be like or what it's going to kind of feel like for a student you know what I mean because none of us have ever had to go through it. Uh, we've either been just online or 100% in person. So it's definitely interesting. I'm excited to kind of see how it goes. Um, it's kind of funny one though as well. Like, uh, you know, you can't just walk in like a zombie because you have to be kind of aware. Like, wait, is this class starting at five past or what? Because like, I would hate to, I don't know, for me anyway, I just would feel so embarrassed, you know? Uh, you'll still get people wandering around. <laughs> I've been kicked it's, out or in the wrong one or whatever. It's a shame my classes didn't start at five past or ten past because that's the time I'd usually rock up. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, 20 past, Noel, if that was the case. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm not even going to lie. I was in, before I even knew Niall, he was just the person that in a massive economics lecture, this guy would stroll in at 20 past nine, you know, sit yeah, down. And just take out his MacBook, and we'd all be like, "Who is this?" The cheek of him. How would you do that, Noel? I used to look. You look into those lectures, you'd be like, "Oh, I can't walk in there now." And if the door was at the front or something, you'd be like, "Oh God, you know, fair play." No, it didn't never bother me. Just, just there, <laughs> Niall Daly. Huh? He's Niall Daly. How could it? <laughs> <laughs> what what Niall Daly? It's the Niall Daly you're talking about sits before you. <laughs> he used to wear the big yellow coat. Yes. So he, so everybody would know who Nile was. No, not in first year. I didn't have that in first year. I used to have a like a like a shell jacket, you know, like the rave jacket. That was like, no <laughs> straight from a rave into a lecture. Yellow jacket <laughs> was season two, Nile Daily. Yeah, um, season, so season two yeah. slash early season three. Mm. <laughs> You know what I was just realizing? I don't know if we said this before, but fun fact, the four of us were in the same economics lecture. Oh, so, wow. And we, didn't know each other. we didn't know each um, other at that time. And then I said, yeah, I kind of wish we were back then. <laughs> <laughs> do not. That's no. mad, actually, for the, the four years to come out of the same lecture. Like, that's really yeah, cool. all of us in Gerda's class. Oh, that's her name. Gerda. Gerda. Did, no, did you all stick with economics? Did you? Oh, I God. dropped it. Yeah, I was the only one who did, I think. I, uh, did you want? <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one who kept it up. Clearly, so none of us were actually in that. If you want to succeed, then. there you go, folks. If you want to succeed in economics, come in 20 minutes less. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your best brave here. Yeah, we did it extremely slowly as well. I'd be very fond of doing that. Stroll, like, <laughs> not even in a rush. 
Like Baywatch, like Baywatch speed, is that, are we talking? What kind of pace are we talking? Just like a chill, like like we said, <laughs> every moment as it comes, enjoy the moment, not the future. The step That's it, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I'm loving Guys, it, Noel. I'm loving it. I feel it. like we're presenting a very negative issue of your education officer. I don't condone <laughs> that sort of, <laughs> that sort of <laughs> behavior. <laughs> In other words, Niall's saying he's going to sue us for defamation. So. <laughs> I always find the um, like, do you know, like, okay, we were all in the first eco or in economics together in first year, but like, that's certainly what wasn't what I came into college to do. So <laughs> it was so funny. Like, and I always say it, like, because I kind of just makes it more realistic. I did, I so I came in and I started with what I start with business, maths, and computer science and arts. And then I did seven subjects before I figured out what I was going to do in the first four weeks. Because I was like, I I, I didn't like the maths. And then, no, I know actually I love the maths. I just would care You were talking and diving in a, a different lectures, just yeah, sampling I them. Like, yeah. I was doing a bit of law. I did a bit of, I, I did everything. Like my registration sheet was like three pages long. <laughs> I, kept I remember. But it was great that you were able to go in and, you know, yeah. try everything before you figure out what you were actually going to do. Remember the accident the registered yet? Oh, yeah. registration Huh? I thought you were just spamming them, you know, like a bot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I went. I went to um change again, change subjects again, and I was like, you know what? I'm well used to how I do this online now. I've done it so many times, and it just it wouldn't work for me. So I was like, grand anyway. So I went into program advisory. So I was like, can you give me a hand? They're like, yeah, no bother. Sit down there, log in, and they went and they looked and they're like. You're not actually a student, and I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure I'm a student. I've been to, I've been to a lot of lectures. Like, oh. I have a student card. I'm a definite student. They're like, no, you deregistered yourself. Oh God! You can learn the records and registration, and make yourself a student again. And I was like, oh, how did I manage that? <laughs> well, obviously you did. Actually, you, you got away with it. It's, it's I mean, I'm still about. here, so <laughs> exactly. Like, like, are you actually re- are you eligible to even have this position? Hmm. Oh. Spanner and works. But no, I think it's a really valid point though that you're raising there, which is that I think that's the one thing that I love about Minute is the choice that it gives you. It really recognizes that as you know, first year students, especially when you're coming from leaving cert, um, you haven't a clue kind of what your interests are or what it is that you want to study. Some people do, and I suppose I was lucky in that sense too. I've always loved politics. But like I said, I started I did a bit of economics. Turns out it was not for me. Like they def- it was different from the, as it was explained. Do you know what I mean? I think it's really nice to have that opportunity to t- test it out a bit. Um, and I would really recommend actually doing what Anna did. I didn't do that and I should have maybe tried out a few other subjects. Um, but then I got to a point in the year when I was doing economics and I was like nearly sobbing. Like I was so terrified. <laughs> of, like I can't do this for like the, the remainder of like my degree and stuff. Um, it was just too difficult for me. Um, and then I was kind of stuck and I was like, what do I even do? Because the whole deadline had passed, you know, the three weeks, is it three or two weeks of the testing of it four weeks isn't it oh four weeks even better um and then but I had missed it four weeks it took me four weeks to realize yeah I'm actually actually hate this um <laughs> I know shout out to economics but no it was just not for me I'm not good with numbers and that kind of stuff it freaks me out but then I went to I think it was a career was it no it was definitely one of the guidance offices now I will know and that what is what advisory, was program it? advisory was it? yeah I think it was, well, yeah. it was one of the two I always get confused I think it was program advisory it was Katrina actually I think it was and um, yeah Katrina she was so nice so helpful literally I came in and I was like hey um so I know it's too late but I want to change my module and she was just like oh that's grand 
I was like, what? She was like, yeah, it's grand. We'll just swap you into like double sociology, which actually was the best decision ever because I love sociology. Um, but it just shows like, you know, the staff here and the supports that are there can help you. There's no point in struggling on with something that you're really not enjoying or like it could actually, you know, derail your entire degree or like your your result um and so i would encourage students do you know reach out to those supports and that's what we're going to try and do this year is, is highlight the different supports that are there because there's so many but they just don't really have the the marketing or the funding to really promote them but they are there and they're there to help you um and they're amazing but you know what liam that, that that's honest to god right the amount of people that have come into me in the past and were like oh that's it it's game over like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do and I'm like just go and talk to somebody like just go either it's like somebody in the admin like a, they, somebody has like a classic one for first years they don't realise they actually register for their tutorials so all of a sudden next minute tutorials come by they're like I don't know oh my god I'm not missing so many and just go in and talk to somebody in the department like most of them most of the people that are working there they're actually quite nice um, I know you'll meet a few gatekeepers or a few dragons, but uh, most people are, are really nice and they just be like, Grand, that's okay. You've missed these. We'll sign you up now. Bang. Or you go in and talk to somebody like that in academic advisory or program advisory and they'll just sort it out. But that's, it's just a normal conversation and then you'll feel a hundred times better ra- rather than let me do nothing and let me wait another three months because then it's going to be totally as bad. Just, yeah. uh, most people do not care in the university. You're not the first student to go in that hasn't signed up for something or is a bit late. It's perfectly normal, I would say. Most students are in the same boat, like so. And it's completely yeah. respectable. Like, there's people like me, like I said, first time, um, first in my family to come to university, wouldn't have a clue how all this kind of stuff works. Yeah. Um, and like Luke said, our staff are like the best. They they've been through it themselves, or they might even have kids who are your age now, and so they can relate. Like, they're not going to eat the head of you. Like, I thought I was no. going to get trouble because I didn't, you know, filled out right or or you know, come in time. But like, they're there to help you, and especially when it comes to departments, because these people love what they do. Like, they're passionate about these subjects. They want you to get a degree in their subject. Do you know what I mean? In a way, they're trying to get you on board. So they will help you in any way that they can. Um, and to look, if people aren't that nice to you or you're treated badly, that's what we're here for. Come tell us because that's not acceptable yeah. either. And we can, not that we can protect you, but we will, you know, try to make sure that that doesn't happen to other students. Yeah. Good. I think that's actually probably a really nice way to kind of end the episode or go into our last little bit. You know, we're all here for you and all it's going to take for you is to, give us a message send us an email you know knock on a door if, if, if you can you know like there's always going to be someone there for you and look if you go and it's not the right place they're going to point you in the right direction yeah and yeah. um, we might go on then to our last little segment of the show so now this is the first time we're doing this so if we don't do it great this week it'll be better next week um so we're going to do a one line win and one for the bin so this is kind of your like win of the week and one thing that probably didn't go so well so does anyone have one off the top of their head I do go on my win of the week was watching me beat Dublin in the All-Ireland Ladies Final (laughs) that was great that's a very good one Uh, (laughs) being promoted from Intermediate last year they won that first first team in history to ever done do that so fair play to the Big shout out to the Maze Lady. I'm sure there probably is some of the members. In the there is. I think there, there is. A lot of them from Summer Hill. There's three or four of them from Summer Hill. So that's only about 10 minutes down the road, like where. Fair play. Fair play. Power is, is right down the road. And do you have anything that didn't go so well this week or embarrassing moments? <laughs> uh, didn't go so well. Probably traveling home wasn't the greatest thing. Fell asleep and woke up a really bad 
like a pain in the neck. So I guess that's a bit of, that's for the bin there. <laughs> Love it. I'm trying Are to think you? of my win for the week. I have my bin for the week. So Go on, hit us with your bin then. <laughs> honestly, it was now I'm not one for complaining much, but go I went home on I got the train to Sligo on Friday evening and obviously transport is back to hundred percent capacity. So I had to sit beside people and it just like you know, you know when you're going home at the weekend and you're just gonna like chill out. I just forgot that there was gonna be so many people and it was so packed. And it wasn't even like the COVID thing. It was just like, oh, do you know when you want your space? <laughs> You're wishing back the old <laughs> restrictions. Yeah. But then I suppose my win was seeing my little dogs at home. Because, I mean, like, you know what you're having? Like, not that I was having a bad week. I was having a great week. But then you see your dogs and you're like, nothing's bad. <laughs> my my win and being were kind of like the same moment. So it was like, because I have a little... um. I have a little 14-month-year-old girl, so just gone demented with no sleep, basically. So she's just a little lunatic. But uh, I, I kept saying to myself, no, I have to do an early night. I have to do an early night. But I just it's not in my makeup to do an early night. I just Because you get to the evening, I just want to watch I just want to Netflix or whatever. I'm like, I have to have some quiet time on my own, do something like I want to do. So I fell asleep kind of by accident at half nine. So it was like my whim was like the next morning I was like, woohoo. But then I was also like, oh crap, for God's sake, I really wanted to watch that movie or whatever. So it was kind of like a joint moment of like win and being. That was that was <laughs> that was my Saturday night. So yeah. God, life is just gone. Wild. Completely, <laughs> completely downhill. <laughs> I swear to God I used to have good nights. I swear Saturday night used to be different. You just made yourself sound really old there. Oh, <laughs> well, I am. Well, I am. Sure, look, I did my degree. What did I, my first, my arts degree was 2005. Like, I'm not even going to ask you all. Like, <laughs> we're, it's just scary. We're junior infants, sorry. <laughs> there was 6,000 students a minute then. I used to, you used to have to go for a pint of your lecture. Like, it was like every new kind of everybody. Like, it was just, geography was always the place. There's still a great department, actually. I, I, I did geography. Used to go for, um, Oh, who's um, politics? Adrian uh, Kavanagh, sound. Yeah. Yeah, I still have, I have one of the soundest men on campus. Uh, great character. He was always great crack. Uh, and, yeah, and Pruntius Bradnock, he's retired now, I think. Um, he did economic geography, and he'd always meet you for a point on a Friday. Uh, great crack. <laughs> just, but that was minute. It was a little bit smaller then. Don't think you can do that now. It's just too big, like, you know, so. I'm sure if you asked, if you want to do an extra, you'd have to go for one. Yeah. That was the roost. That was because everybody began to train, you know. So it'd be always like a quick one before uh, they hit the train, like so. Fairness, they were professional. They do the one point and then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all stay on, like so. Yeah. What about you, Liam? Do you have your one line for the win? Um, probably this morning actually. Uh, well, last week we were at Presidents and Deputies Day, um, which was hosted by USI, and we went through the different list of. Um, where we're going to hold our national councils because they're finally going to be back in person. So that those are basically the meetings of all the different SUs in the country um, where we come together and we pass national policy. Um, and it's really exciting to be back in person and to plan for those. And so initially I was like, oh, I don't know if we can host it. Our new student centre isn't built and, you know, I don't know if we have space. So I kind of just held back and different unions were kind of suggesting places. Um, and then when it was done and everything was, you know, uh, decided I, I was like oh no I really want to host one now I really want to show people like, what Minute is like and what we can really show um but it was kind of too late so I, I put my name down well I put Minute down as like a backup I just got a call from the USI president this morning to say that Minute um Minute Students Union 
we'll be hosting the first ever in-person uh, National Council. Well, not the first ever, but the first since the pandemic uh, in October. So really exciting. Um, oh, and I think that stuff. was a pretty big win. So um, really excited for that and to show all the different issues in the country why we are the best. Um, <laughs> but um, I think then the most embarrassing thing that would have happened to me this week was let's go way back to last Monday um, the guys <laughs> probably know this but they didn't know the backstory was we hold our executive meetings every Monday at nine um, and I chair them as the president um, and then at one point I just disappeared um, because my stomach started to feel really wonky and then I <laughs> had to run very fast to the toilet in the middle of the- <laughs> luckily someone else was talking but normally then they kind of go back to me and there was just silence and I was literally like Niall deputise I was like take over take over <laughs> deputise <laughs> Do yeah. your old, do your old deputise, I need help. Yeah, it was like, save me. Um, so that was very embarrassing, but now everybody knows. That was a private <laughs> moment, and now everybody, everybody knows. knows. Sign, sign of a good night, Liam. Sign of a good night. I People wish. People will be coming up to you like, oh, oh, you're Liam, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know me because I'm SE president. They'll be like, no, no, you're the guy that had to lead the meeting because... Yeah. Um, well, I'm all about transparent leadership, so... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Breaking down off. the barriers. <laughs> I'm always so bad at this. Um, hmm. um, maybe my win is probably I, at last Tuesday, maybe, I signed up to attend the European Student Convention, which is fun to me, but probably not to anyone else. Um, <laughs> Well done. And then I've been probably sleeping in this morning. I'm missing exactly. I knew you slept in. I, <laughs> I just put myself in such, just such a bad mood. The whole Con- time. Confession you know, time. No, I like it. <laughs> You're forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can probably finish it there for the week then. So thank you to everybody for coming and telling us your embarrassing stories and everything. But um, we're all really excited for the year ahead and um, we can't wait to see you in person, virtually and virtually and physically, I suppose, which is going to be very exciting this year. Um, so make sure you each subscribe if you want to, you know, get the notification every week when the podcast comes out. We're going to be talking about some uh, really interesting topics over this year and uh, we'll have some different guests, some different hosts and co-hosts and um, it's going to be a very exciting year. So make sure to subscribe and give us a listen every week. And we'd, um, big shout out for the email. Anna, is it gmail? Oh, yeah. Anna, yeah, so we have yeah. this week, or not this week, this year. Sorry, we forgot about that. The, um, we have an email address now, gmm at msc.ie. So if you have any feedback, if you have your own funny stories, your own wins and bins, your own uh, minute stories or anything, any sort of thing you want to talk about, just give us an email, gmm at msc.ie. And, um, or, or anything you want us to talk about, even. Yeah, ideas absolutely. for yeah Episodes, yeah. yeah. And if we like your story, then you will be in the chance of winning your own Good Morning Minute mug. Which is Woo. very exciting Woo. because they're very expensive. Not as so. fancy as Liam's, though, but it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those that obviously this is audio, Liam is an extremely extravagant, uh, I would say, cup, stroke, mug. I don't know if it's in between. It's as big as a mug, but as stylish as a cup. <laughs> I call fun. it a cappuccino mug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has that shape. Like those ones in Costa, the big, huge ones, you can barely hold <laughs> large yeah. coffee. Yeah. 
Cheers, guys. That was a that was yeah, good little intro, I think, for everyone. So yeah. he's he's a saint of the year. <laughs> <laughs>